Hello, and welcome to Your Daily Homily, a ministry of St. Philip the Apostle Parish in Pasadena, California. For more information on today's readings and homilist, please view the show notes below. And now, Your Daily Homily. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, as it was in the days of Noah, and so will it be at the coming of the Son of Man. In those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day that Noah entered the ark. They did not know that until the flood came and carried them all away. So it will also be at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be out in the field. One will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and one will be left. Therefore, stay awake. For you do not know on which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour of the night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too, you also must be prepared. For at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You know, we, we live under a lot of different calendars. Uh, a lot of 1st, January 1st is New Year's Day, and, you know, then we, get, we come to July 1st, the, the new fiscal year that we, we start, and school year starts, used to be September, now it's back in August, but we start the new school year, and today we start the new church year. And, and all of these years, when we, when we start doing that, You know, there are things that go along with it. New Year's Day, you make your resolutions. You know, what I can do better for life, school. You make your resolutions, how I can have a better school year, a good school year, fiscal year, how you can be more successful and all of that. Which makes it interesting that when we start the new church year with the first Sunday of Advent today, we don't start out with resolutions necessarily. We start out with this gospel about the end of time. (laughs) And it's kind of... You know, whether, I mean, until I went to the seminary, it was always kind of, huh, why are we doing that? Why do you talk about the end? Why not, you know, something that says, oh, we're going to have a great year this year or whatever, but it's always about the end. And, and there are different reasons why. Um, let me give you a couple, though. Everybody knows who Mark Twain is, correct? Mark Twain wrote a short story once, that, that a tragic catastrophe, and he had these characters who were getting deeper and deeper and deeper into trouble till he reached the point of writing when he said I don't know how to save them I have no idea how to finish this story so how do you think he finished it he said he said I've got these characters in such a deep fix I don't know what to do if anybody thinks he can save them go ahead and try and that was the end of the story now religious leaders immediately after he wrote that and people read it started grabbing on to that you know, of, of all the different Christian denominations started grabbing onto that. Wow, that is a great way of, of explaining the human race after the fall of Adam. In such a fix, they don't know how to get out of it. Uh, uh, and so they grabbed onto it. The only one who could get out of it is God himself. And so he became one of us. 
uh, they start explaining that. And we start that preparation time then with the season of Advent. But not just, we talk with the end, not just that he's not going to be born again. We're going to celebrate his birthday. But what do we really look forward to? The second coming. We look forward to celebrate the birthday and we look forward to the second coming that, that says time will be brought to fulfillment and all of the wonderful things God has prepared for us will be ours. That's what we're looking for. And when you heard, the, if you were listening to the blessing for that candle, this is kind of a funny thing. He said, may he come quickly and not delay. Now, I don't know how too many people say, okay, okay, Lord, I'm ready for the end right now. You know, to come quickly. Because the truth is, we are not ready for the end. How many of you, you know, say, well, I don't know, maybe you are. He said, if, the, you know, if, the, if we were to come now, when he says, I'll come like a thief in the night, you don't know when it's coming. How many of you are ready right now? You know why that is? Let me tell you another, because we just celebrated Thanksgiving. There's a guy who does a radio show on Sunday mornings on KFI 640 from 6 to 9 a.m. It's the Jesus Christ show. And he, he's not Catholic, but he's interesting. You know, he, he gets it right most of the time. But, he, but he's very interesting. But what he's not doing the Jesus Christ show, he does shows about cooking. <laughs> because, because he knows all, everything you want to know about cooking. So listening to him about Thanksgiving, you know, people will call up when he's doing his cooking show. And uh, how do you prepare this? And what should I do with this? And this and this. And after Thanksgiving, guess what they call up for? What do you do with leftovers? <laughs> and, and he'll have all kinds of good answers of how you, how you fix leftovers uh, and this and that. Uh, um, how many of you like leftovers? But you know what you don't do with leftovers? You don't serve them on Thanksgiving Day. It comes for after. And when we talk about that thing about, about you have to stay ready, who's ready and who's not ready, you know why we're not ready? Because we've fallen in the habit of giving God our leftovers. We give him our leftover time. We give him our leftover prayer. You know, when we have a little bit of time, oh, I don't have time to pray, oh, I have a little bit of time left over, okay, Lord. And we give him a leftover charity. Everything we have left over, okay, Lord, I got a little bit more time for you, or maybe I don't today. And if that's all we're going to give God is leftovers, then we're not ready. Because he should get the first, just like Thanksgiving Day when your family comes over, you go over there and we're all together, and everybody gets the first, the best. And do we owe God less than that? And that's why we're not ready. And that's why we start the church here every, every, every year saying, let's stay ready. And let's start thinking about this year about giving God the first. And everything else that's left over is for us. Now, one other thing I've heard, I've heard this year a lot, a lot this year. And it kinda, it's kind of surprising me. More people said to me than I remember, maybe because I was talking to a lot of people this year. But in any case, it had to do with Halloween what day was Halloween? Was it Sunday or Monday? A Monday. And by Tuesday, all of these Christmas decorations were, were up. Did you notice that? Immediately. And everybody was saying, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Why are they putting it up now? It's not right. And they shouldn't do this. And they shouldn't do that. And, they, and Christmas is too commercialized and blah, blah, blah. Uh, um, did anybody say that? I don't like it. They put it up so soon. Okay. So if you were complaining about that, I have two words I want you to remember. Okay. Stop it. Just stop it. Stop the complaining. Uh, and I mean, you know, you, you have to ask yourself, we have, lots of, we have lots of big days in the church. Transfiguration's a big day. 
The ascension is a big day. Birth of Mary is a big day. Uh, um, Immaculate Conception is a big day. On all of those, we celebrate one day. We come, we come to Mass, remember what we're doing, and then we go home and it's done. You think we would be better if Christmas were like that? Would we be a better church, better country, better community if we just said, okay, we'll just come to church today. Today is the, the, the birth of Jesus, and then we go home and it's done. Or does the whole build-up and the anticipation and seeing it uh, and the celebrations we go through four weeks building up to that day, are we better because of that? And if we sell it, if we, you know, the build-up goes eight weeks because people start early, wonderful. Don't you like the lights? Don't you like the decorations? Don't you like the tree? Don't you like when you come home and you're, you're, you're there and you can smell the tree and their presence under the tree and all of that? Why does all of that happen? All of that happens for one reason. It's our biggest moment of evangelization of the year, I think. It, all of that happens, and if we teach kids that and families that and remind ourselves, all of that happens for one reason only. And that reason is Jesus is born. And anything that points to that, you know, it, 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 we would be so, uh, so, I, I don't know, let's say this incorrectly, so not as good <laughs> if we didn't do that. And, and if, if, uh, the birth of Jesus and the beginning of our salvation was just the same as it another day. But the fact that we celebrate it, and I don't care if the stores are interested in selling more stuff and all that, I, I don't care. I take that and point to what's the real reason. That's why, you know, and that's why we start with the end. So instead of, you know, to remember that that's the reason we're doing everything. Because he was born. So, you know, instead of complaining, let me say those two words again. I'm going to stop it enjoy it and make sure your family knows that's because of him we do all this and then the next two words that should follow after that are thank you thank you lord three words thank you lord amen thank you for joining us at your daily homily for information on saint philip the apostle parish or to support this ministry please click on the links provided until our next time together be safe and God bless.